This podcast is produced by Unedited. Hey guys, before we jump into this week's episode, I am really excited to announce that I will be back at the London Podcast Festival this year on Saturday the 14th of September. And I'm even more excited to announce that I will be joined by the blogger, podcaster, social activist, fashionista, the internet's big sister and all-round badass... Grace Victory. For me and Grace, we met at the start of the year and we got on like a house on fire. And ever since then, we've been saying to each other, we need to get you on the podcast. We need to get you on the podcast. So I'm really chuffed to have her join me for the live show this year. If you want to get a ticket for yourself, all you have to do is head to any search engine and type in London Podcast Festival Dreamers Disease or hit the link in the description of this very podcast. I'll make sure I'll put it in there for you. The tickets are less than £10, which is an absolute bargain for an hour of uplifting and inspiring real talk. And there's even going to be some Q&A with me and Grace at the end of the show too. So make sure you do get your ticket. Get in there fast because last year's show sold out very quickly. So make sure you get yours. Don't sit on it. And to do so, like I said, just head to the London Podcast Festival website right now or hit the link in the description to get your ticket. And I will look forward to seeing you there. Hello Dreamers and welcome to the Dreamers Disease podcast with me Alex Manzi. I am a positive mindset coach and social media freelancer and on this week's In Focus session I want to discuss with you actually the last year of my life and my work life. Well, last month actually marked exactly a year since I left my full-time social media job at BBC Radio 1 Extra to go freelance. Um, And those of you who have kind of been on this journey with me will know that over the past year, you know, I left that job to seek a new challenge, but also because I wanted to focus more on my personal projects like this podcast, uh, my coaching, my writing, etc. So I wanted to kind of reflect back on that and bring you guys some of the stuff that I've learned over the past 12 months, because it's been an amazing 12 months. I can't lie. There's been ups, there's been downs, but overall, it's just, it's been amazing. So I wanted to just break down some of the things I've learned in the past 12 months, because I know some of you guys are out there and you want to, you know, maybe go on your own journey or you want that little bit of inspiration to do your thing. So hopefully that some of the stuff that I've learned can, you know, give you a bit of an insight into working freelance or working for yourself. So first of all, one of the things I quickly learned was how valued my work was inside of the BBC because my first two pieces of work were actually straight back at the BBC, funnily enough. One of them was helping to launch the Greg James Radio 1 Breakfast Show, which I worked on for four weeks. And then I went on to help launch the BBC Body Positive Instagram account, which I worked on for five months. And that actually went on to win a Broadcast Digital Award, which was amazing. And since then, I've gone on to do some work for the record label Parlophone. I've done some work at BBC One. And I'm currently doing a six-month contract with Spotify. So it's been an action-packed 12 months. There's been a lot of different types of work, all in social media, all doing the kind of things that I do, that I have done day-to-day and that I did do at the BBC full-time previously. And, you know, I, I one of the things, like I said, I learned was how valued my work was in the BBC because I barely got a chance to step out the door before they'd kind of asked me to come back, which was nice. Another thing that I really learned was how to work with more freedom. And one of the things that I said to myself is that I only wanted to pick up freelance work for a maximum of four days a week so that I had that extra day in my calendar to work on my projects like the podcast, my writing and you know, everything else. And at first I was a little bit worried about this and getting this message across the potential jobs. But everyone that I've spoken to uh, about work, uh, you know, potential work, whether it came off or not, 
it was pretty well received to be honest and I haven't worked the five day week since leaving full time work and I say that in the sense of I haven't worked the five day week for another company obviously I mean my days are pretty much working most days even weekends I'm doing some sort of editing or, or writing or something but in the sense of you know paid kind of work for a company I haven't worked a five day week since leaving that full time job so that was one of the things I was really scared about because I didn't know how to communicate that. But it, like I said, it's been very well received because if you're going into a position and you've got the ability and they've come to you because they want your skills, they will be happy to adapt to whatever, you know, not everything, but what the circumstances that you want to work to. Another benefit of working freelance is that you get a chance to meet loads of wicked people. And I worked with some amazing people along the way. One of my closest friends now, Momo, is someone I met whilst I met on the BBC Body Positive campaign. We'd literally never met before starting on that campaign together. And we worked on it well, every week for five months together. And we became really close. And now we're always talking, always chatting. And, you know, that is a relationship I wouldn't have in my life if I hadn't, have, you know, started that job. And it's not only just in terms of work, you know, either. Like earlier this year, I had the opportunity to go traveling around Japan, which I'm sure you guys have heard enough of because I always go on about it but this is something I could never have done if I was working full-time and you know having the freedom to take ownership of that was amazing because it allowed me to take that time off obviously I had the money from the work to then go and do the traveling um, and I met some amazing people while I was there people who I'm still in touch with today so you know both the work stuff that I've done in work and outside of work has played a massive part of that and on that note of traveling being freelance as I said has allowed me to do some incredible stuff Japan obviously being one of the highlights, but also, you know, writing and completing and publishing my ebook, Daily Positive, which went out at the start of this year. You know, it would never have happened if I was working full time because I was using the extra time I had to write, edit, design the book. You know, the Fridays that I wasn't working, I was, you know, spending in various coffee shops with my head down, with my headphones in, you know, just getting through completing that ebook, trying to get to the uh, a release date ready for like the beginning of, of, of January, which is when it went out. And as well as, you know, all of these things, having the flexibility to work from home or a coffee shop is something I've always wanted to do. And it's so interesting how just by changing up your environment that you're working in can just breed creativity. And these extra outlets for me in terms of like exploring and being creative, you know, it, it had me feeling like really energized and really focused. And it was, it was a great thing to do. And while this all probably sounds very glamorous and, you know, yeah, go freelance. There's obviously been a lot of kind of struggles along the way and adjustments to working freelance, which is something that I feel you don't often hear about because everyone always talks about the benefits of working freelance. So I kind of wanted to highlight some of the stuff that's been quite tough as well. Uh, the toughest part is, you know, the potential long periods of having no regular work, which is probably an obvious one. It was only a couple of months ago where I'd literally gone two months without any regular work. And again, this can be amazing at times as you have more time to yourself. And I was able to kind of put more time into other things. And for me personally, you know, working on my projects, but it does begin to play on your mind. I can't lie about that. You know, you start to realize there's no money coming into your account. and You start to wonder when that next bit of work is going to come in. So it's super, super important to make sure that you have enough money saved up to see you through these quieter months because it's not always back-to-back -back work there are quieter months there are quieter weeks you know and that's a really important thing to highlight another factor with working freelance is that more often than not you have to pay your own tax at the end of the financial year so it's really important each time that you get paid you're putting money aside for your tax because the last thing you want is to be hit by a massive tax bill at the end of the year and not have the money to pay for it and again this is something they're not we're not really taught so do all of the research look into that which is what i did and just always put that money aside and just put it in an account where you're not going to touch it 
and it's there for the end of the year to pay your tax bill because that's really important. Something else that can be quite a challenge is learning to split up priorities. Like if you're working across multiple projects, it can be difficult to switch between roles. However, like the more you know organized you can be with splitting up your time and the more to-do lists and etc. that you can keep, the easier it is to stay on top of stuff really. And I found it super helpful to break up my weekly tasks on a whiteboard, which I keep in my room and I can reference at any point during the week. So I've got like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all laid out on a whiteboard. And I've got different color pens for each thing that I'm working on. So it might be like my coaching, it might be a freelance thing, it might be the podcast. And I kind of divvy up all of the tasks that I have to do throughout the week across that whiteboard. And it just makes it super easy to, to look at and be clear with. And I know one of my friends, Anton, works on a lot of different projects at one time and he does something similar where he he's able to break up the tasks and look at them um in a kind of systematic way because it can be difficult going from like you know for me like editing a podcast to then getting into like a social media head to then like getting into a writing brain it's like you're going between so many different things it's, it's, it can be quite hard and a huge adjustment that i had to make and you know really still struggle with is not having a regular monthly wage bill being paid into my account you know a lot of the jobs I've worked on will either pay you in a lump sum before or after the work is done or a 50% payment up front with the rest paid on completion of the work. And what that means is you have to manage your money in a completely different way with regards to like weekly spending. You really need to stay on top of what you're spending from, from your earnings each week and month. And I'm rubbish at it, honestly. It's so hard to, to kind of get into that and, and get used to the fact that like, you don't have that you know amount of money hitting your account every month. You almost have to like treat your own money like that. So what I tend to do is put my payments into one account and then every month I'll put, you know, uh, the amount that I want for the month ahead, let's say 500 quid, for example, for the month ahead into a different account that I can then live off. Um, but one of the things that has really benefited me is being really, really super strict with myself in terms of the work that I take on. And this has probably been one of the most important things that I've done because it can be really easy to take on any work that comes your way, especially starting out as you know, you're enjoying getting paid for lots of different work, but you should really, really stick to your guns and the work that you want to be doing. And I've tended to only take on work that I really want to work on and, and feel passionate about. And I made a decision that when I started out freelancing, that I mainly wanted to work on projects of a minimum of two months because I prefer getting my teeth stuck into a project instead of filling up my diary of like day shifts and day-to-day -day work at various different places. But that's just me and how I like to work. So I've been really strict in terms of only taking on work of that kind. And I've actually turned down work that I didn't feel like suited me, which was like a day shift covering here or like, can you do a week covering this thing? Or there was a project that was like a, a longer term project which just didn't feel right it didn't really fit with me and my passions so I had to turn it down so like being strict has allowed me to then really nail in on the work that I can do and I was really surprised at how the work that I did want to do started coming in as well once I knew exactly what it was I didn't want to do if that makes sense and finally the biggest learning overall has been around having the confidence in myself to be honest and my work you know, I stalled on leaving my full-time work to go freelance for around 18 months. And when I finally made the jump, it felt like the right thing to do straight away. Like I said, I was very fortunate that I got offered some work from the off. Um, and that kind of got me on my way and got my confidence up. And, you know, it, it, it was a hard thing for me to kind of just dive straight into it because I was like, oh, what if I don't get the work? And what if I'm not good enough? And etc. But, you know, seeing that my work 
has been valued inside the BBC and getting asked to come back straight away to do more work was really a good thing for me because it got me on it got me on the road it got me you know flying straight away which is really nice and you know while now I can't say how the next 12 months is going to look you know I'd like to build on everything I've learned this year I want to spend more time traveling more time recording my podcast and challenge myself to try new things I want to do more writing you know, because at the end of the day, I believe that life is to be lived. And if it doesn't quite work out with a freelancing, one of the things that really helped me make the jump in the first place is that I said to myself, if it doesn't work out, I can always go back and get a full-time job. Like, it's, it's really is as simple as that sometimes. But for now, things are good. And fingers crossed it stays that way for the foreseeable future. And, you know, I can enjoy this freelance journey while I can. So, yeah, that's kind of like everything that I've kind of learned and taken on board in the last 12 months. I know it's a little bit different to the normal in focus sessions, but I hope you guys enjoyed that and could take something from it. And but I hope there's some stuff in there that you guys can really take away from it and you can learn. And you know, you might have just even if it's just a little bit of inspiration to try something different or challenge yourself as something new or start that project that you want to start or write that book that you want to write or you know, whatever it may be, just having that confidence, as I said, to, to do it is sometimes the hardest part. So you know the hardest part can also be the, the the starting of it so just make that start and hopefully this can give you that little bit of inspiration to do that and um, if you have liked this episode please make sure you screenshot it share it on your instagram story tag me at i am alex manzi so that i connect with you there and i will see you for the next one until then make sure you go out there and chase your dreams This podcast is produced by Unedited.